At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Alan Parker said, sometimes with the British film industry, it's hard to know if we're waving or drowning. Let's find out. Welcome to another Britflix.com podcast. My name's Stuart Wright and welcome to the show for the second time, I think, Dominic Wade. Hello. Now, we've come to talk about your new um, your new documentary about cycling. Do you want to give us the title and a brief synopsis to what that's all about? Yeah, so the title is Steel is Real But Carbon is Quicker. It's a look at the UK cycling scene and it aims to try and tell the story of what led up to where we've where we've got to with UK cycling now that you know in the night in the next in the next few weeks we're having the worlds back in this country which will no doubt be another push in in this country for for cycling being um being a kind of mainstream sport and so yeah so steel is real but carbon is quicker is about pre Wiggins and Cavendish um so yeah hopefully showing people who are interested in cycling um People who they they may have never heard of or just heard a little bit of. So it's yeah, it's um, it's that, and also it's it's a fairly it's a personal film to me because of the racing that I did when I was younger from 1987 to 1993. So while making the film, yeah, I I, I ended up meeting you know heroes and and yeah, and no doubt learning more about this sport that yeah that i i love a lot and enjoy and and yeah and and think is a is a is overall is a positive positive thing for anyone to to be involved with what do you what do you think has been that um that kind of rise in popularity um because it's not just about the spectator sport is it i mean it's clear that cycling as a mode of transport has 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 been buoyed by this popularity in the bicycle, and, and you know, you, you only have to read the sort of executive magazines like a Fast Company or a GQ to find out that cycling is the new golf for you know for blue chip leaders and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and obviously, back in 1987, 1993, when you were, when you were racing, um, cycling didn't have that profile at all. What 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 do you, what do you see as if you 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 sort of straddled that whole period and obviously your the documentary is sort of bringing us up to that point of where it is sort of becomes that that popular. What what was the straw that broke the the camel's back? Do you think that pushed cycling to the fore? 
I don't know. You, you, it's most probably hard for anyone to try and pinpoint one particular thing. It will, it will be, um, it will be a number of things. And this is just me quoting William Fotheringham, who um, is it's in good, the film. Good, good place to start. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he, he, he. I'm sure he pins it. He pins down Athens. The track success in Athens was uh, there was a key point, and and that would have been. Um, I'm, sh- I'm sure. I, I'm sure I'm correct in saying this. Wiggins and um, the, and those ride that that type of rider would have been involved in that racing. Um, so it's 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 and then and then you know the the very broad thing that gets said as well by some of my other interviewees, um, uh, Richard Hallett, who has been um who was a technical cycling um he was a technical editor for cycling weekly um for a number of years and basically has spent the majority of his working life in in the cycle trade and now makes bespoke steel frames you know he he broadly sums it up money money came into the situation um and um but again to, to, to then to ask that further question why that money came in it's really hard Stuart. i mean it's you know we this when you look at this country this country has a history of cycling it, it, and cycle racing it, it 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 everyone has to say it goes back you know bicycle bicycle is 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 the form of transport for the for the people for the masses it always it always kind of goes back to that so the the notion of the working man or the working person you know was that was something that they used the bike for and then in this country track racing on velodromes and time trialing um is is has been in this country the 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 european side of it which was my focus and and still is something that i'm interested in is is mass start road racing you know it is not that's not part of um that has not been part of this country's um heritage with 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 racing you know so 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 that's the that's the kind of um that will be one of the that will be one that will be the, that's that yeah that's the big that's the thing that's 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 changed that's that's the point that's changed massively and and and, and the specific examples of that is Wiggins winning the tour and then Cavendish um Cavendish you know winning winning a lot of races um so yeah so it, it's it's um no, it's been it's been amazing. I mean, I'm I'm part of that. I'm part of that population that got swept up in the wave of its rising popularity. You know, in the, the wave and tide. I think wave tide. It's tide of rising tide of popularity. Um, yeah. I got my as an adult. I never well, put it this way. I never had a bicycle until 2005. From you know being an early teenager. Yeah. And um, just to give that a measure, that means I was in my 30s when I got a bicycle. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, which is kind of, and, and I feel like that's, you know, it was interesting to be part of that. Uh, and, I'm, and, you know, and I, and I couldn't get, you know, I mean, it's, it's, I remember re- I, I then read a, you know, tried to, start reading books about it. So like Tim Hilton's book, One More Kilometre and We're in the Showers, talks quite vividly about what you just described then, which is this notion of the funny Europeans who do, who do their mass races and the British yeah. would see that as uncouth. And it was like the, you know the time trial was the perf- was the the sort of pure essence of uh, of cycling as as a competitive sport you know man versus clock as it were yeah 
Yeah. But um, <laughs> what what was fascinating about about your documentary? We'll start off with the title first because um, it's interesting that it's a, that what you say the documentary is about is is about this kind of um, this sort of tipping point moment of, of but the people that led us to that tipping point, i.e., the people that kept it going. Um, is that I, I first of all when I started when I first put it on to watch, I thought you were I thought it was going to be like an examination of of steel versus carbon. So what were you right. thinking? What were you thinking with? with I mean, the title's really catchy, and it, it's really, I, I, it, it rolls off the tongue, as it were. But why? Why, why steel is real, uh, but carbon is quicker for a title? Well, just yeah, as as um, I, 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 I can only yeah, I feel I can only be so clear of of how that title was 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 come up with. I understand um, my memory of of how the title was come up with was. With with was with some of the guys who I've I've ridden with, and the, of, with obviously with cycling, you can't get away from you know the bike. The bike is the bike is very central to the activity, isn't it? Otherwise, otherwise it's not cycling. Um, so, so the 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 steel is real, but carbon is quicker. Is um, is just a kind of um, is yeah, it's like a little comment on. Yeah, Stuart. If I've, if, you know, I I always say that what the, the on the on the on the romantic side of it, the the bikes that I love are steel ones. You know, the 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 Colnago Master is still my dream dream bike, and um, and I still have my old steel bikes from from my racing days, and I still and I still have a I have a newly purchased um or new newer steel framed bike which is my winter bike um but from from the practical point of view um at times carbon is 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 a is a is a good thing to have um for for yeah potentially increasing your speed um and it, it, you know it's the lightness of, of carbon that that is the that will will benefit anyone but but ultimately as we all know in life or we like to feel that the the playing field is is pretty level because because the tools the tools of any job um, or any task will, will only do so much. It is about the person using, in this case, a bicycle to to to, to make it go quickly on the flat, or and 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 you know and climb climb quickly as well. So yeah, so it, it's um it's a kind of um, yeah. It, it, I suppose, like you said, it, it's it's mainly what uh, it, it's trying. It, like with any film, I suppose it's trying to grab attention, isn't it? It's like why why. Why is somebody going to watch this film? And and if the if the title um, uh, the title grabs people in, then then that's a good thing. And 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 the yeah the only way the only way the question if it's yeah if it's understood to be a question or a sort of the answer or trying to answer the statement because I guess it's a statement. Steel is real, but carbon is quicker. The the people the people who attempt to answer that or I asked to answer that in the film would be people like. Richard Hallett, who builds steel frames, um, Chris Weston, who's got who he you know he's sadly passed away, and that's why the film's dedicated to him. He had he had a collection of say 40, 40, 40 bikes, um, and then Rowan Dubash, who's who's arguably one of the best mechanics um, in this country. Um, so yeah, so the, those 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 three people, I kind of. Um, wanted to interview them because they're very centered around the bike the, you know, the, you, somebody who's making frames, collecting bikes and maintaining bikes is, is totally focused on, you know, on, on the object. Whereas, um, 
even an ex-pro might, you know, just would obviously be able to comment on how they experience steel and carbon. But it's, but you know, their their job is to is to race and to you know to to do to do to to do what they um what they you know what they're meant to do on the bike. So yeah, so it's just um. It, yeah, that's if that answers it. It just, it just kind of. No, no, it does. No, it does. I love it because, because it, it is. It's, it's the, it's something that I even someone like I say that came to it all late. It didn't take me many readings of Cycling Weekly to understand there was a kind of, there was a kind of orthodox view of of steel being the kind of you know the the cyclist the the cyclist bicycle, and then there's the there's the carbon which is. Well, if you're going to be the best, then this is the quickest form of cycling you can get because of the way the material uh, works and how much lighter it is. So in, in a kind of practical terms, if you want to win, then you're going to use carbon, aren't you? But if you're going to cycle for a thousand miles for the, for the, for the chore, you know, with, with panniers on the back, then steel's not going to kill you, is it? Um, yeah. The weight of it's not going to matter at that point. Um so even just that, just that made me, it made me, it made me laugh from that point of view is like, you know, there was this, and also there is this kind of, now I guess, and this isn't something you cover in your, in your, in your, in your documentary, so forgive me my digression, but there is a bit, kind of a bit of a beardy, weirdy kind of steel frame person, and then there's the kind of clean shaven Euro boy carbon speed, speed king going everywhere kind of thing that exists as far as I can understand from, uh, me looking at the surface of discussions about cycling, uh, but that might be a very general thing. Um, so, from from a documentary point of view, we're now in September two thousand nineteen, but this documentary didn't start in two thousand nineteen. So, what what for you? When for you? And what for you was the inception of this idea to go make a documentary looking at the sport, the UK cycling sport? Um. Well, I guess as uh, I like to feel quite a lot of people say, I mean, I guess for quite a long time I'd been 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 interested in, you know, thought, thought I would like to make a film about cycling. And pre pre me going to to college in 1993, um, I made um, I made I think it's about it's half an hour or maybe maybe 45 minutes maximum. I made it be a, a whatever you want to call it a more <laughs> a cruder, simpler cycling documentary that was just about four of the guys who I rode with back then, um, them going out on a training ride. Um, so yeah, I kind of, you know, I made that. And then, um, as, as you might understand as well, uh, Stuart, with, with, with all, all the documentaries I've made, they've all just been me looking at a bit of life that interests me and, and cycling again is, is, is another, it's just an, is another one of those subjects, right? This, 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 this interests me a lot. And, and, and as I, as I said earlier on, it's, it no doubt is the most personal, um, film out of all the films I've made because it goes back to me being 15 years old, um, and racing for seven seasons on from them. So it's, so, so yeah, so it's, um, it was, yeah, it, it's me, it's me a little bit looking at myself, but hopefully not too much and, and is more, you know, me exploring the exploring the world of, of, of cycling and, and yeah, and like I said earlier, get you know, getting to talk to people like Sean Yates, Sean Kelly, um, Philippa York, who was Robert Miller. You know, there is a 
there is a there is a, a fascinating story there, and and um, and an amount of um, res, res, certainly with well with anyone who you interview that you have to be respectful of, of who they are as a person, and and um, you know what the I, I very much took a, a conscious decision not to discuss the drugs that have have been in the sport, maybe still are, but we. But on the and on the moral level, as William Fotheringham said, we know they're they're not. It's not okay. They're not good. They don't help. Um, so I stayed away from that. Um, so people people could could you know could be a bit critical of the film. Kind of go, oh, it's very sort of um, it doesn't doesn't touch touch with that. But it's it yeah, it's more it's more me just wanting to, you know wanting to explore it in in the very positive and yeah and. and People have said, you know, whimsical and stuff, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's. it's well, I was going to say, can I, I mean, for someone, as, as someone who can talk about it as an audience member, um, I would, I would say the question of drugs didn't cross my mind because the subjects you've spoken to and the way they talk is the main thing that I took away from the film was an enthusiasm for cycling and by extension, an enthusiasm for cycling as a sport. But I think at the heart of it, it's an enthusiasm for cycling first, if, yeah. that, if that's not too much of a, too, too much, because obviously if you're doing something about UK cycling sport, that, because in the same way, I think, you know, if you talk to, if you talk to footballers who earn the top whack and you took football away from them, they'd be fucked. They still love football, even though they get paid ridiculous amounts of money, you know, and I think in this, in the same, in, by the same merit, I think the people who got to, ride professionally or work with professionals as part of teams or got to build fantastic bicycles for people to race on they still love cycling first don't they it's like it's a real it's a real love isn't it it's a it's it's not a vocation in the set in any sense is it no no and i mean you know and, and uh, like i've said it it's it's that's that's why i made the film isn't it because it's because it's um because because I believe I look back at, you know, I look back at those seven years um, that I did, you know, when I was a kid and, and just, yeah. And, and hopefully, as I say, not look back as in wanting to relive those years and stuff, but basically um, they, they were, they were sort of, part, I always describe them as a, they were sort of a foundation of, of me learning about life and stuff. Um, you know, my first, one of my first jobs was in, was in a bike shop in Cambridge um, called Taurus Cycles, and and you know I'm I'm still in contact with the the two guys who who, who ran that shop, and um um and and a lot of people a lot of people who raced back then as lots of us experience nowadays through through Facebook and and, and what have you you um you you strike up relationships and you and you continue to basically share. Share your share your cycling experiences and mm. and and now and now for me, I d- I decided to get back on my bike in two thousand and eight and not to race but just to kind of for you know general fitness um and um and and the film and the and the film is has been is has been born out of 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 that kind of activity as well it's you know it, it talking very broadly Stuart it's like the, the film the film is is like me going for a five-hour bike ride isn't it <laughs> in a, in a yeah, how, you know. how, as a documentarian obviously when you're doing the when you were doing like the set of Banksy one you you've got that kind of 
professional distance in the sense of your spirit of inquiry is the fact that you want to find out as much as the audience wants to know what you found out. Whereas you come to this documentary, like like I've learned now talking to you, you've already made a, a sort of a rider's documentary already. You've been a rider. You are a cyclist. So, but, so in this, in that sense, and obviously you're speaking to people who are famous for their input into cycling. So you co- you come to them with a, with a lot of received wisdom. How, how did you? How did you, as, a, as the interviewer, then sort of maintain that sort of? You didn't want to second guess them. You know, avoid second guessing them or avoid putting words in their mouth. How did you try and keep it so? It gave them a pla- It gave your subjects the platform to give their views, and not just sort of, I guess, reinforce your own view of cycling. Yeah, um, yeah, Stuart. That's that's you know that's that's a good question, um, and I would imagine at times, at times, yeah, at times I achieved that, and other times I didn't. And I and I guess, uh, you know, I, I, all I can do is is kind of recall. That, that's you know that that's based around the questions that you write for the interview, isn't it? That's you know, uh, and 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 basically, yeah. Um, try on a very fundamental level, just trying to be, um, yeah, not not kind of, oh yeah, I know, I I know it all. You know, it's like no, no, no. You you you, the it's it's fair. Yeah, it's no doubt fair to say. Virtually. Um, a lot of the interviewees have have got more cycling experience than I have. So it was it was maybe at times it was kind of reasonably straightforward for me just to basically, you know, I'm sat here as the interviewer respectfully basically saying, you know, please tell me about what you've experienced and um, and try to impart to me. And then that's also the audience what it's like. And, and you know, I just happen to be. Um, I just happened to be uh, looking at the Philippa York interview, the beginning of it yesterday. Just I was just tidying the tapes and stuff, um, and I, I, you know, I could hear myself asking her, explain to us how you get up a mountain so fast and 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 how you deal with that because we all understand it's just it, it gravity and nature makes it it makes it hard for us to do, doesn't it? We 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 have we deal with the forces that act against our body and you know and their pain happens and 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 yeah they they can explain it to 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 a degree but it's it's um you know uh, philippa york said you know it's a lonely business climbing mountains and it, it's kind of like yeah i mean it's that i i think that that hopefully is is understandable by most people isn't it it's not too it's not too alien to hear Somebody like Philippa York, who has done things on a bike that most of us don't do. And so then to hear somebody like that describe it in that way, kind of hopefully, um, hopefully makes it because, because Stuart, as we always understand with, with, with films and stuff, with the people who make films and write songs and all that sort of stuff, there's always this like you're trying to look for you, the universal themes, aren't you? To, because then, then, then the audience will engage. You know, a wide audience will engage with 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 what you've made, and and hopefully, hopefully, somebody like Philippa York saying climbing mountains is a lonely business. Hopefully, that's quite universal. In in even if you've never ridden up a big one of those big climbs, you no, no, totally, yeah. It's like it, it echoes um, 
even though it's a, a different element of cycling, the, the, the sort of, I'm not even sure that it's, if it's apocryphal or true, but the, 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 the great, is it Greg LeMond quote, which is, you know, it never gets easier, you just get faster. Yeah. You yeah. know, it doesn't mean, it's, in, in, in the abstract, that's quite meaningless, but when you, when you, to anyone that's done anything, it applies, doesn't it? And obviously cycling's nothing, is no different from, from any other pursuit that if you practice it, you'll get better. And yeah. I guess what Philip is saying there is, is that, you just learn to deal with the, deal with the consequences of being lonely, you know, and you get, cause I remember, I remember the first time having, I mean, I remember I did, I cycled from London to Paris, which obviously it doesn't involve any mountains, but you do go through a series of valleys. And obviously that isn't anything compared to anything in the Tour de France. But when you watch a Tour de France rider, like as Philippa was, dart up a hill. <laughs> Because it is, isn't it? It's not. They're not rolling, are they? They're <laughs> darting, and you just go, "Where are you getting that pound for pound? <laughs> you know, where's that torque of the gear? How is that working? Because mine don't." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, and it's and 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 Stuart, we only we only seem to be able to sum it up, or anyone only sums it up because I heard it again. One of the pros at the tour this year it is you. You enjoy hurting yourself. It is 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 what goes on and and but then that is that has to be managed as well that you can't you know i mean the, we all, we understand we understand the body has um mechanisms where it will it will shut down if if you are you know just pushing yourself so hard it will it will stop you from because if if it didn't we understand um well, I'd, I mean, I always, I, yeah, whenever I get into talking about this, I always have a memory of reading in Cycling Weekly many years ago, somebody talking about blacking out on the track. And, and, and that's, that's the body kicking, that's the body kicking in to say, right, I, I have to stop now. Um, because otherwise, otherwise also what would happen is you're, you're, you would rip your legs to pieces, wouldn't you? You would, you, you know, if you just kept going and going and going. I guess that's what would happen. You're, 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 you know, that in the tour this year, why did Thibaut Pino end up with a strained muscle? Because, because he will have been pushing himself hard, won't he? And, and, and the, the body then gives out and, um, and it gives out, it gives out because otherwise I guess you'd kill yourself. I guess it would, it would, it would, it would be that extreme. Well, it? well, if you think about any kind of big exercise, whether I mean, I'm thinking I can I can only relate it to running and cycling. But when you start off on anything, any kind of long distance, there is that initial shock your body goes into, which is like, which essentially is your heart going, "The fuck are you doing?" I was quite happy just pumping blood around while you wandered about the place. Now you're asking me to find places to put the blood because you're stre- you're stretching it, and then obviously it finds it finds its rhythm, and then you get into that lovely zone of. Um, being able to just kick along, and this isn't obviously comparing me to any kind of uh, Mo Farah or, uh, <laughs> or Sean Kelly, but but it's like the idea of you find the you find your own rhythm, and then your heart's like, okay, all right, I accept this is what we're doing now for a bit. And obviously, yeah. depending on how fit you are, depends on how long you can do that for. Because eventually, your body will go, no, we've run out of energy. This isn't happening now. And yeah. I've not read it. I mean, that's amazing that you, that that someone could 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 somebody could ignore all the kind of red flags in their body and black out while trying to win a race, which, blimey, that's, it just sort of, 
there's, there's, there's a mentality there, isn't there, in the way that sports people think and the way that a leisure cyclist thinks, like myself, in terms of what you might do. Um, when you, when you were, and think, the, the, the sort of second part to the question of how do you do something, how do you do a documentary about something you already know so much about, the flip side of that is, what for you, as the documentarian, was some of your most sort of pleasant surprises, like new information that you kind of found out, you know, you thought, that's why I wanted to get these people on. What what was it you learned about cycling that you didn't know going into the documentary? Well, I think, yeah, I think, this, you know, as a very specific point, um, the interview with Sean Yates um, was, was, yeah, was me meeting, like, you know, he's still a hero of mine, but, you know, when I was a kid, that's, you know, he was, I was looking up to him because he was an English, Englishman riding tour. And, and, and so, so, so yeah, so getting to, to meet him and to, to understand who he is was, was, was very rewarding. And, and then, yeah, the very specificness of, I, I have this memory of, of when Sean Yates won the time trial stage in the 1988 Tour de France. My friend was recording the stages for me, um, and I think I, I think I may have ridden a club time trial that evening, and so couldn't watch the coverage that would have it would have been Channel Four, and um, and then my friend he he didn't record that 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 coverage, so it's like no, no you know I really I, you know I really would have wanted to see that, and then and so and then some so another person. Um, Again, you'd say broadly within the cycling community in in this country, who I will have connected with via one of the, uh, no doubt through 80 Cycling Remembered, which is a Facebook group. That person sent me digitised copies of of that Channel Four coverage. So, so that was, I believe, while making Steel is Real but Carbon is Quicker, was the first time I saw that footage of Yates winning the time trial stage. So. So that's that was that's rewarding, you know, to 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 sort of actually to actually see the footage. And but just at, at times, Stuart, as as Grant Baton said to me, Grant being Phil Baton's son, you know, we just you just enjoy hearing the pros talk about what they've been through. And Sean Yates talking about racing for like 50 days on the trot and, you know, that. That did. That was good for his pay, but but yeah, I get physically and mentally. He was like, I can't do that again, you know. And 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 then yeah, I always say to people, I, I love anecdotal stuff, and anecdotal stuff is 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 so many things, and it's it's things like Yates saying to me, you know, I was feeling good that day in relation to the winning the, the time trial stage in the tour. I was feeling good that day, so I said to the mechanic, put the fifty four ring on which for people who don't have an understanding of gearing, that just means he was asking for a bigger gear to be put on. Um, and because Yates, Yates had this reputation for being, you know, just being able to, to, he was employed in some ways to sit on the front of the, of the Tour de France bunch or whichever pro, pro bike race bunch and just push a big gear for, a, you know, for a long time to, to keep the speed up. And, and, and as, and as he said to me, and as I said to you earlier, Stuart, he, he said that winning of the Tour de France stage in 1988 was like back to my old time trialing days. So, you know, that that was that's in in that little comment there. That's like Yates summing up the Englishness, isn't it? You know, 
we go go back to this country has the heritage of time trialing. So so that's that's why um, that's you know that's why if you if I, if you want to try and pin it down, that's why Yates was able to win that time trial stage of the tour. Um, and then the other thing that you know I, I often say um, about the about the films that I make or broadly what I'm interested in, I'm interested in people, true people who are pioneers or who have pushed things and, um, and, and English cycling has that, I believe in, you know, in people like Sean Yates and then, you know, um, Phil Baton, who, um, you know, I think not, not, you know, not loads of people know about, but yeah, you know, he rode for the rally team in Europe in the seventies, um, so he was, and you know, and, and and so yeah, I find it fascinating how those people, how did they, how did they get themselves to Europe to race? And and going back to Philippa York, you know, somebody born in Glasgow, who if she stroke he, because I think that's so, it's okay to to, to describe that person as a, as a as somebody who who's a now a woman but was a man when and was 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 a man. Uh, was a was definitely a man while while he was racing as a professional. Robert Miller um, would have been would have had an engine would most probably have had an engineering kind of career, but 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 somehow you know found cycling. Which I asked I asked her, um, and I think it's in the film to to describe to me how she got into cycling, and it was. It was like a lot. She said, you know, I used to go fishing. So it, it's connected with that, you know, it, it, it's independence. And um, and then she found out about bike racing, you know, and, and just and then just, you know, you, and then these people discover they had a, an aptitude for it. And 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 then and yeah, you and like everyone were then then had found support around you know had support around them to to help them go and you know go, go, go and give it a go and and that's 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 how that's you know that that every interviewee who who I spoke to would you would be able, I would you'd be able to describe who the people around them were that were that were helping or or continue to help if they're still you know they're still competing now and and, and, and now um, you, you, at the end of the process, I said process, I'm sure it never felt like it ended as it were, you just more segued into it, but if you can think of a time when you kind of went, right, I've got all my interviews, I've identified all my potential archive footage, um, what was, what for you was, at what point did you discover the narrative you've created, or was the narrative something you found while editing what you had into a sort of eighty-minute feature-length doc. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I think it's fair to say, you know, Stuart, that and this this is one of the hardest bits of 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 of, of what anyone attempts with with basically how do you tell a story is 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 not. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone really finds it that easy, or, or I certainly hope it's not not an easy. A easy challenge, but it, it, it nobody I've interviewed yet. Dominic has said, "Oh, that was the easy bit." No, no. And <laughs> uh, so for me, I think I got to a realization where it was what I've done 
is interview all these people about their life with cycling. That is, I have done that, you know, it was, was, it was, uh, you know, that it was, it was, it was, yeah, it must have been helpful for me to be, to be clear about it in that way. That is what I've done. You know, John Pierce, I went to talk to John Pierce because he has, um, photographed cycle professional cycle racing for a number of years he's now he's now shot the tour de france for like 52 or 53 years so so that was that was john's main story and then and then and so it was it was kind of like right so how then i just have to try and mix the every i have to try and mix everyone's story um with uh, uh, with each other because because they've had similar experiences haven't they that you know so so yeah so it was just it was just in that way and and it, and and i think you know like i did with the with the banksy film you i i some i somehow um chopped the film up into segments and 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 the with steel is real i know that it's like it starts off with every, with I think just pre- pretty much every interviewee talking about how they got into cycling. Then there's kind of a section where people are talking about racing experiences, um, and then the, as I said, the the Chris Weston who collects bikes and and Rowan Dubash who works on them and uh, Richard who builds steel frames. You know those three. I sort of thought, well, I can sort of weave those in next to each other and, and what have you, because they'll be talking, they're talking, they're all talking about the bike in, 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 in the way that they approach the bike. Um, and then, you know, Sean Kelly talking about the muck spreader and what have you. And, and then John Pierce talking about the same thing. Um, I sort of hope that bit doesn't get a bit repetitive in the film, but it's like, it's like, the, it's like two different, people just talking talking about the, the the similar experience to sort of uh to sort of um i don't know to sort of bring it home of of how how just yeah just how how people how people experience this this bike racing so it was it's it's just it's just that way but then and then Stuart, i think i've always you know and, and i imagine this is is why people might enjoy my films or not enjoy them is that I think I always attempt quite a sort of broad view and dare I say it, I'm not because I'm not qualified academically as in philosophy or anything, but, but that, that I just see documentary filmmaking gets, can get quite, can get, can attempt at least at minimum to be a bit philosophical of, of what, what people are doing with their lives and why they're doing it. It's, it are kind of the, those broad questions that that can be asked, and 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 so I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, it's like that's the whole. I mean, to me, that's the point. I don't. I should. I don't think any document. If any documentary relies on me already being interested in the subject to make me enjoy it, I feel like the documentary's already failed. Because I think I think at the at the very basic end, I think anyone that's ever been an obsessive or would would wonder what an obsessive's like, and then they watch your film. <laughs> you would get obsession. You get a lot of what obsession is and what what motivates people either to do those so many days racing on the run without a break, or go to the nth degree to build the perfect steel frame bike. You know, it's like there's there's really no need to do any of it. 
but obviously personally people do it and it's great to hear what makes them tick and for that you don't need I don't think you need to be um, I remember something about fell run I never fell run in my life but listening to people that fell run you kind of go yeah I get it yeah yeah no and and you know and and Stuart I think if it you know if it if it if it helps anyone um you know it's um i i you know a cycling documentary that I like a lot is called a Sunday in hell which you know is no doubt yeah is is no doubt it's a film it's a film about a professional bike race it, it's you know it, it it's easy to as I'm going to do now it's easy to sum up what it's about it is just about the 1976 Paris Roubaix and the people who raced in that like you know the likes of Merckx Francesco Moser Roger de Vlaminck and so but it but it but it yeah it, it it's praised a lot because it it it, it gets understood that it, it it talks about the talks about or shows the human condition you know of 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 yeah it, it's it it's tough to ride and race the Paris Roubaix because you ride over cobbles and you're on roads that um that um that um <laughs> that you're not meant to ride racing bikes on you know um and so yeah the my nod to that film which i've you know i i i will have i will have first seen when i was i you know what eighteen or something again part of what part of my introduction to cycling you know learning about the sport um so i i put one or two shots from that film in steel is real when 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 um phil Baton is talking about Roger, um uh, Freddie Martins, um, you, there's just a shot of Freddie Martins from from a Sunday in Hell, and and that's yeah, that that's uh, at times I th- I understand that that's what a director's meant to do. <laughs> that that's my little nod to 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 that film. You know, it's um, yeah, it's and and uh, yeah, I mean, Stuart, I think you you can I, you can just hear it. I, I I love this sport, and 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 this film has been yeah has been a very personal experience and i have enjoyed hearing somebody like philippa york say it doesn't get any better than roger de Vlaminck on a blue geos bike in a brooklyn jersey with the elbows at 90 degrees and um and in some ways <laughs> Stuart, if this makes sense i hope that because i believe i understand what philippa york was saying there so so that kind of um that that's kind of that's how that's how I'm trying to answer the question of of how did I stand back and answer uh, how did I ask the questions to find out more and stuff well because in some ways Stuart I couldn't say to somebody it's about Roger de Vlaminck you know on that bike with with the with the with the 90 degree elbows it's like you know I I had to hear that from Philippa York and hear Philippa York say you know what, and I was fortunate and got to witness Roger de Vlaminck, um racing. You know, what watching him finish a race and, and win and stuff. Or you know, so so that that's isn't that, it? Isn't it? It's weird listening to what you, the way you're talking about it because it's it is. I, I think it, it it's it's that weird cross section between clearly what is subjective because obviously I couldn't change your opinion and I wouldn't want to, um, but then the fact that your opinion becomes so close to your heart means that you want to share it as well. It's not like you just want to keep it a secret. Um, yeah. And you don't, 
and and but the key thing is but you don't want to you never want to really say to anyone and you you must enjoy it as much as me you know exactly you don't don't, and i and i i yeah i i hope i hope i haven't i hope i haven't really fallen into that with this film and that this this film is just is just me as we've kind of said is is me sharing you know sharing how much how much i love this sport and um but and but yeah but and also hope that um that some parts of of what cycling is about as well can be not that it can fix all the world's problems but you know is 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 hopefully is 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 just a is a positive thing and that the the bike is is hopefully can be hopefully is is no doubt regarded is understood that it, it may it most probably is one of the best machines that that that, that man has ever made you know it's, well, I, it's, think, I think it's been voted the greatest ever invention yeah yeah you know it's, I mean, it's fundamentally it's never changed yeah i was just about to say that Stu. you know the the the, the differences of carbon and and disc brakes and and the types of tires that have, you know they are they are they are small tweaks on on fundamentally it's that diamond frame and wheels and and the chain you know the roller chain was when that was invented you know was was something that that transfers energy very efficiently so so yeah it, and 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 the, yeah it, it's <laughs> I don't, we can't change those, can we? I, I, there's no. no we, we, we've, we've, uh, no, and I don't think we should. Just say, say for Britflix to say, you know, thank you very much for giving us your time on the Britflix podcast. No, thank you, Stuart. Um, my pleasure, and uh, yes, yeah, good, good to talk about it. Another season of the Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find the Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com.